Hello, you're listening to WAHM Radio. I'm Sheena Diane, your work-at-home mom. On this station, we talk all about work-at-home jobs, how to find them, and balancing your life with kids and working at home. If you're interested in learning more, stay tuned because today we're going to be talking about some of the things that you face as a mompreneur. opportunity and get closer to your family look at how you can grow when you work from home but you don't have to go it alone this is work at home mom Welcome back to WAHM Radio. Thanks for sticking around. So today's episode is for all you mompreneurs out there or those of you who want to become a mompreneur. What's a mompreneur? A mompreneur is a mom who is an entrepreneur. A mom who is trying to find the balance between work at home life and kid life. Now being a mompreneur doesn't mean you really have to work at home. Mompreneurs can work anywhere. It's basically you having your own business, creating your own company, right? Anything like that. Um, Working for yourself. That is what a mompreneur is. So I know firsthand how many struggles you have as a mompreneur because I am one. Now I've started quite a few businesses in my life. Many were not successful. A very slim few were successful. And those that were successful always came down to us having a great balance. Today we're going to talk a little bit about some of the struggles and um, things that I've come up against that I really wasn't aware of until just recently. So the businesses that I've had in the past uh, were all service-based jobs. A service-based job is basically me doing a service for you. Freelance writing, for instance. Um, Cleaning, because we used to have a a cleaning company. Um, Delivering worms. Yes, worms, but that was not taxable. Uh, cause it was considered a, uh, agricultural business. So, um, so that wasn't taxable. So anyway, those businesses that were successful were never something that we had to worry about with uncle Sam and having to pay taxes. But the new business that I just launched about six months ago is called mommy boutique. Now what I do with this business is I sell pearls, pearl jewelry, and we also open up oysters live for you on Facebook and on YouTube. It's actually pretty fun and really addicting, and I kind of love it. <laughs> but um, if you guys want to check out that website, it's mommyboutique.net. But that's not what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about one of the struggles that I faced that I was unaware of until I started Mommy Boutique. Now, this is an online-based business, and this would be the same if you did a drop shipping business or if you open your own boutique or anything like that. You do have to pay taxes to Uncle Sam, right? That's not really a surprise. We all know that. But the surprise is that you have to do it every three months, and uh, at least if you're in Florida. This came as a really big shocker to me because I was unaware. All the other businesses I've had, um, I never had to pay the taxes. And honestly, I thought it was something that I could just do at the end of the year when I filed taxes, right? I had no idea that sales tax was a completely different entity and another monster. So what ended up happening with me is um, I actually got called by the IRS, which 
turned out to be okay, you guys, but it was on the day that my taxes were due. There was a lady assigned to my case. She was so awesome. I can't even tell you how I'm so grateful for her. But um, apparently she is in charge of calling all the new businesses that hadn't filed their taxes yet. So she called me on the day that they were due because, you know, technically you're supposed to file them before they're due. And because they weren't filed yet, she had a really good feeling that I didn't know what I was doing and she was absolutely right. So she was nice enough to walk me through the process and we had to go back um, and go through all of the sales that I had made that much, that month. Well, gratefully, um, I had only made sales that month. It was in June. Um, so like real online sales, you know, before that was just, well, anyway, you get what I'm saying. So online sales, my business like really started booming in June. So that's when I kind of got my LLC and got everything moving. And we'll talk about that in a minute. And um, so in June is when it was due. So it was kind of nice because I only had to go back for that June month, right? But I did have to go back and add everything up, give her my total amount of sales that I made. And you guys, I am terrible at math. And yes, it's easy because you're just adding up and I had all the invoices, so it wasn't too bad. But having to go back and do all that and then figure out how much the taxes I would owe is, that was really difficult. And it was um, almost gave me a panic attack, I'm not gonna lie. But the lady was really great. I called her about 50 times and uh, she was patient and walked me through it, which was amazing. But after that experience and I got my taxes paid, I started doing some research online. Thankfully, the girl who did my website off of Fiverr, and you guys, I always talk about Fiverr because it is amazing, but if you want to have an awesome website, let me give you this girl's information. Um, you can PM me or find my Instagram, YouTube, all that on, uh, if you go to SheenaDiane.com on the About Me section, all of my social media handles are there, message me because this lady is amazing. So she downloaded this app for me off of WordPress, uh, this plugin. And it was called TaxJar, T-A-X-J-A-R. It literally saved my life. Um, now, this is a 30-day free trial, and she downloaded it. But what it does, if you don't, you don't have to pay for this plugin if you don't want to. If you don't want to pay for it, what it does is it basically just adds up your taxes for you when somebody checks out uh, from your website, which is awesome because you don't have to worry about doing it yourself, right? So um, I was really grateful that it did that because TaxJar actually saved my life with this um, IRS thing that I had to do because when I was, you know, fumbling through my stuff, then I realized, hey, I have an app for that. So I went on my WordPress and they actually had all of the taxes that I had um, that ha I had charged to people. So I was able to go back in and, um, you know, add it all up right there. They kind of done it for me. So because of that, I went to TaxJar.com. I went ahead and signed up for the monthly service. It is about $20 a month, but you guys, it is so worth it. I do have an affiliate link if you guys want to sign up under me because you love me. <laughs> um, it is on SheenaDiane.com slash blog and just click on the five tips for a mompreneur and um, in there is that affiliate link. Uh, you can just click on that and sign up if you're interested. But um, the reason I'm an affiliate now is because literally they saved my life. And so I, I do have the um, the monthly service. It's $20 a month. And what that does is it gives you records of everything that you're charging and as well as your net sales, which is really great because in three months, I'm going to have to file my sales tax again, but it's all going to be there. Best yet, you guys, um, they will actually file it for you. 
so I don't have to do anything. When it comes time to file my sales tax, um, TaxJar will email me and then they will say, hey, it's time. And then I log in and um, I do have to pay a fee, I think, for that, but it's totally worth it. I log in, I pay the fee, and they go ahead and send my records to the IRS, and I never have to bat an eye or think about it or worry about it again. So number one thing that saved my life as a mompreneur um, selling goods, selling you know uh, products, tax jar. You guys, I cannot recommend it enough. Um, it is one of those things I know that people are like, yeah, but when, you, when you're a mompreneur, when you're, when you're working for yourself, you don't want to spend that excess money. Listen to me. This is going to save you hours and hours of time and stress. It is so worth it. One thing I've learned as a mompreneur is you have to know your boundaries. You have to know what you're good at and you have to know when you have to step back and let someone else help right? Because as a mompreneur, we try to do it all. We try to have all those hats. We are the CEO. We are the uh, secretary, the customer service agent, the marketing person. I mean, we do it all, right? As a mompreneur. And not only that, we're also moms, right? My, uh, my three-year-old's running around me right now as um, I'm on <laughs> here talking to you. So as a mompreneur, we're doing it all. You have to learn to say, listen, this is one of those things that I can step back and let someone else do it so I can take away the stress. Now, if you are a money guru, then by all means, you know what I mean? Like if you know about numbers, by all means, you can do the taxes on your own. But for me, um, one, I don't have the time. And two, it just takes that, that, it gives me peace of mind. It just takes that worry off my plate and I don't have to worry about the taxes every three months again. So tax jar, number one thing that I wanna recommend as a mompreneur. Number two, Let's get nitty gritty and talk about money for a second. So some of you who are mompreneurs, you're probably going to be able to relate to this. But those of you who are thinking about becoming a mompreneur, let me give you a wake up call. We become mompreneurs because we don't want to work for somebody else, right? Most of us become mompreneurs because we don't want to put our kids in daycare because daycare costs pretty much your paycheck. <laughs> that is my three-year-old son right there. A mompreneur at his best. <laughs> Um, so most of us don't want to put our kids in daycare because it's going to cost us pretty much our entire paycheck to put them in daycare, right? So, um, let's talk about finances and what really you can expect when becoming a mompreneur. <laughs> Guys, I've had to pause this about four times already because my son keeps crying. So I just wanted to be real with you. I'll be right back. But I just wanted to let you know if you hear that pause in the middle, it's because I keep having to pause this because of my son. But see, here you go. I can't even get through a podcast without having to stop. Mompreneurs, real life stories right here. So stay tuned. I'll be right back. <laughs> All right. I apologize about that. So where was I? Money. Let's talk about money for a second. So we, anyway, we all start our businesses hoping to make enough money to provide for our family, right? That's the whole point of this. But let me give you kind of a wake-up call as far as being a mompreneur. Now, when you work for yourself, there are going to be some great times, right? There's going to be times where you're going to make really good money and you're going to be like, this is amazing. But there's going to be a lot of times where you're not going to make that much money. And also, even if you are making good money, you're still having to buy products. If you're doing something like I'm doing, um, where I'm actually having to drop quite a large amount of money on my products to have to sell, right? I'm kind of like the online store myself. I'm not doing drop shipping where I buy it and ship it over to Amazon. No, everything that you buy is from me. And I check everything out. And I like that because I feel like 
the quality is better. Um, I look at all the charms and everything myself. So I wanna make sure that they're not broken and they're working and that the chains fit and all that stuff. So I try to make sure that the quality that I'm buying is good. So I ship everything out to you from my house. And because of that, I have to drop quite a bit of money on my products. So there's number one. Um, you wanna make sure that you have that balance as far as knowing how much money you're spending on your products and how much money you need to survive, right? So those are two big things. Now, the other thing is, you're not gonna be compensated for your time. I wanna make sure that you understand that. You are gonna be spending hours, you know, marketing your business, you know, going through the products. For me, on Tuesdays, which is today, I do all of my mailing, and that takes me about an hour to get all of everything together and enveloped and everything. I don't get paid for those hours, okay? But here's the good thing. All of those hours and that time that you're putting in, you will, eventually get that money back, right? Because we're hoping that all these hours that we spend working on our business is gonna come back to us tenfold, right? That is that is the goal and that's my goal. So just remember, don't try and add up your hourly time when you're a mompreneur. That might be a good idea when you're working for a company, um, you know, or if you're doing something like freelance writing, for instance, where you're researching and you want to um, add in those hours to get paid for it, that's different. But when you're doing something like selling products or something like that, then you really have to take in account that a lot of those hours that you're spending, inventorying, buying stuff, shopping for stuff, that is not going to be paid for. So I just want to make sure that you guys understand that. But in the long run, we hope to get those hours back um, by building our brand even bigger, right? That's always the goal. So I just wanted to kind of give you guys that advice. If you're thinking about becoming a mompreneur, uh, don't think about it in terms of hourly because uh, it just doesn't work that way, at least for the business that I'm in. Um, if, Like I said, if you're doing a service-based business, you can do that. Um, but is if you're doing you know, selling products and that kind of stuff. It just, it just doesn't work that way. It just doesn't, unfortunately. Um, so yeah, just make sure you guys have a budget. Make sure you know how much you're spending a month on your products, how much you need, and then also how much you're bringing in and how many bills you need to pay. Uh, gratefully, my husband also works. We are a two income family. So I pay half of the bills, he pays half of the bills, and it works out really great because that gives me about half left to pay for my products and gas and kids stuff and whatever else. Uh, we are still struggling, I'm not going to lie. I mean, we're not in the higher um, bracket yet, but at least we're making the same amount now that I was making when I was working full time at a regular job, right? So we can kind of add it up like that. Um, and I'm doing something I love. And you know what, here's the thing. If you, if you add up all the hours that I spend on my business, Really, I'm not getting paid the same amount because again, if you add it up hourly, I spend way more time researching, marketing, and doing all the stuff for my business. Um, but if you count the times that I'm actually on live, which is about two hours, three hours a night, Monday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays at 9 p.m. Eastern on Facebook and on YouTube, um, if you add that up, it makes it as if I'm making quite a bit more hourly. But really, you can't add it like that because 
again, I've spent, how many hours did I spend promoting that I was going online that night? Um, I also promote on Facebook ads, right? So I do Facebook ads, all that costs money, all that is time. And so these are things that you kind of have to think about when you're going into being a mompreneur. Um, think about it as you have to love what you're doing. And this is something that I've kind of figured out, uh, when we did our cleaning business, you know, yeah, I'm a clean person. I like to be clean, but honestly, cleaning is not something I enjoy doing. Like it's something you can do because everybody can do it. But honestly, going to clean somebody's house or cleaning a bank, I dreaded it because I was like, Oh, I don't really want to do this. You know, you have to start a business for something that you love. Johnny and I had started businesses just for money before, right? Because we knew, Hey, we can make good money cleaning and it's a low overhead. And we did. We did. We did great with it until somebody messed it up, but we won't go there. Um, and then the worm business. I mean, how easy is it? It's worms. They freaking eat and breed, right? So that was another thing. Um, and we weren't really passionate about it, but we were passionate about our animals eating healthy. Um, but it came to a point where we were just like tired of the worms, right? The worms were just starting to take over. We live in a little tiny house and we were like, okay, I'm not sharing my bedroom with worms. At least that was my view. I'm like, okay, they were all right when they were in the closet. Now they're starting to come out because there's so many into our, our room and I cannot deal with sleeping with worms in like next to my bed. I just can't do it. So once that happened, we started growing, we decided to sell off all those worms only keep about um, enough <laughs> to go in our closet again uh, for our lizards and stuff. So that's kind of where that one went down because it, we just weren't passionate about it. So find something that you guys are passionate about, something that you don't mind spending all these hours on because you're not going to be uh, paid for all these hours. And I just, that's what this is about. Um, I love, I love spending hours online researching pearls. You guys, I've, I'm a June baby, right? So pearl is my birthstone. I've always loved pearls and I've never ever had a real genuine pearl until I got older and I got the experience of opening up an oyster with my mom. Um, and it was at this, uh, it was at an Orlando resort or something like that. And they had, they had them there. And so I bought one for me and I bought one for my mom and it was such a fun experience. And I remember that very vividly because I was just so excited. And the person was like, Oh, this is a girl pearl and this is a boy pearl and like all this cool stuff. And I was like, this is amazing. Well, when I finally fell into this and, um, I've talked about how I fell into the mommy boutique before, but, um, when I finally fell into it, you guys, I remembered that passion. It just came back to me and I am so in love with this. Um, as a matter of fact, the people who watch me call me seashell Sheena. Uh, the reason for that is because I've always been a beach girl. I've always loved mermaids and seashells and the water. And, um, my family who's known me my entire life, obviously, um, they started calling me seashell Sheena when I was opening up the oysters because they said it was very fitting. And that of course I was doing this. So my family all was like, of course, why haven't you done this before? This is so you. And here I was like, well, I didn't even realize that this was so me until I started doing it. And now I love it. And I don't mind spending hours and hours researching. You know what I mean? Does that make any sense to you guys? So just make sure it's something that you're really passionate about and you don't mind doing because if it's work and you're like, Ugh, I don't want to do this, then it's probably not going to work out because you're not going to get paid for those hours. You want to do something that you enjoy. And number three, one of the big things that you guys have heard me talk about many times on this station, as well as my uh, Sheena Diane audio blog, if you guys want to 
um, head over to that one. It's here on Anchor, uh, anchor.fm slash Sheena Diane. And that's just a daily rundown of my life and how crazy it is. Um, but I talk about balance a lot because as a mompreneur, balance is probably the most important thing that you can learn to do. When I first started working at home, this was a huge wake up call for me because um, well, the first time I started working at home, of course, when I was a freelance writer, but like full time working for a company was when I started my transcription job. And here's the thing. It was really easy for me to look at my bed. You know, the baby just was taking a nap. I'm tired. And I'm like, oh, that bed looks so cozy right now. And I would look at the time. I wouldn't have to pick up the girls for another couple hours. The baby was sleeping. I knew he was going to be out for a couple hours. Oh, let me lay down. Well, what ends up happening is that I don't get my work done and I wake up feeling refreshed and awesome. But then once the girls come home, the day just doesn't stop, right? So you don't have any time to get your work done. And so I would end up staying up until about 3 a.m. in the morning trying to get done with my transcription work, the work that I should have done during the day. So you have to be very, very disciplined when you are a mompreneur. And honestly, this is one of the things that I hear all the time when people are like, oh, I want to work from home. And oh man, I tried it for a a month and I couldn't do it. This is why because you have to be your own boss and you have to discipline yourself. Um, It took me a while. And when I say a while, almost a year for me to actually get into the habit of making a routine. Now, this is really important and this is the most vital thing that has helped me become a success in working from home and being a mompreneur. Scheduling, balancing your daily life with your work at home life, and alarms. I know I've talked about this before, but really guys, I have to dig in and tell you this is vital. So balancing your work at home life with your kid life. So every day my kids go to school, except for during the summer, but we'll talk about regular school year right now. Um, I get up, get them ready for school, pack their lunches, yada, yada, all that stuff. Take them to school. When I get home, I have a schedule, right? I have a schedule that I have to keep. Now today I'm a little bit behind because I wanted to do my podcast, but right now what I should be doing is going through and addressing all of my envelopes for those people who've ordered from me because at around 10.30, I run to the post office with the baby and drop it off. Now I might go a little bit later today, just because uh, I'm kind of later getting started. But so I have a schedule and what it happens is I actually put alarms on my phone. We all have smartphones now, right? So all you have to do is go to your calendar app, put in your schedule if you want, and then it will pop up when it's time to do it. Or like me, I have about 30 alarms that go off during the day. I have alarms that say stuff like, it's time for Dominic to eat lunch. Um, it's time to go pick up the girls. It's time for Bible class. It's time to mail out your stuff. It's time to, to market on Instagram. It's time to market on Facebook. So I have alarms for everything. And basically what that does, you guys, is it keeps me on track because I get very sidetracked. And you know what? When there's nobody home, it's just me and the baby and he's playing in his room. Oh, Netflix looks pretty good. You know what? I haven't seen that show in a while that I've been wanting to watch and it's only 30 minutes. So I'm going to sit down and watch Netflix for 30 minutes. Like 30 minutes is no big deal, right? Well, then an hour goes by because I like, oh, I have to see what happens next. And guess what? I didn't get done with what I needed to get done. So it's really important to set yourself schedules. Now on the contrary, it is okay to kind of 
binge watch on Netflix when you are done with your things, but also schedule that. Yes, schedule your free time. So if you have an hour before you have to go pick up the girls or the kids and you've already done everything you need to do, why not? Go ahead and schedule yourself some time to watch your videos because after all, we're working at home so that we can have the luxury of doing the things that we love, right? So you don't wanna cram so much in there that you don't have yourself time. But you also don't wanna give yourself so much time that you forget doing what it is that you need to do. And as for me, speaking for myself, that is very easy for me to do because I am a TV person, I really am. And I will sit there and watch TV all day long if I'll let myself. So I have to watch that and also I'll stay on Facebook all day long too if I'm not careful. So I also have to watch myself. So balancing that work at home life with alarms and schedules, start getting a calendar and I've talked about this calendar before because I love it. iBloom is the name of it. I-B-L-O-O-M. I'm not affiliated with them, but it is a calendar that I use every single year. I think it's like a $50 calendar, which is kind of expensive, but you guys, it's so worth it because it gives you a rundown of your day, of your month, what you want things to look like. And I do it at the beginning of every month. I sit down and I just go through my scheduling and what I want to do for that month. Honestly, it helps me keep on track. So that's that's my recommendation for balance. So the fourth thing I'm going to talk about is um, something that I get asked a lot. And that is whether or not to be incorporated. Um, and I want to thank you guys all for emailing me and messaging me on Facebook and all that stuff. Um, I love hearing from you guys. My, uh, my Facebook channel, um, it, my Facebook channel, listen to me. My Facebook page is Wham, W-A-H-M, Sheena Diane. Um, so you guys are welcome to message me there. Um, uh, but what I've been hearing from you guys is when should you incorporate? And this is a great question. Um, but it's also one that you kind of have to answer for yourself, but here is my rundown of how I did it for myself. Okay. So whenever I started making significant money, meaning I was able to pay off my bills, pay well, not pay off, but pay my bills. I was able to, um, afford the the bills for the business so once you can pay your bills for your business and pay your regular bills then i would say that you're making enough money to get incorporated with a business like the one that i've started with mommy boutique my boutique business i actually got incorporated quite quickly way quicker than i ever did with any of the other ones but the reason was thankfully i was actually making quite a bit of money with mommy boutique more so in the first couple months than I did with other businesses that I had started that took me a year to make that same amount of money. So I knew uncle Sam was going to start being like, Hey, where's my money? So because of that, uh, once I started seeing that I was making enough money that uncle Sam would start saying, um, Hey, that's quite a bit of money that you're making there. Then I decided to go ahead and get incorporated. Now, as far as being an S corporation, a C corporation, or an LLC, that is not my forte. I have done an S corporation when I was a cleaning business, and then now I am an LLC. I chose that for reasons that I felt was legitimate to my business, but please go talk to a business advisor if you wanna know more about whether you should incorporate as an LLC or an S corp or a C corp. Now. The reason you want to incorporate is to protect yourself. Now, if you're just starting out, let's say that you have started making cakes, right, on Facebook for your friends and family, and you're starting to do pretty well, and the cakes are growing. I would say not to get incorporated for that right away because 
really that's something that you can grow slowly and you don't have to put that initial investment in, right? If you're doing something like drop shipping or online sales like I'm doing, that's gonna cause a red flag because the government is gonna see that I'm charging taxes. So that's why I had to kind of jump on and be like, hey, I've only been doing this for a couple months but I need to get incorporated because I didn't wanna get in trouble from the IRS, right? But if you're doing something like selling cakes to your friends and family, um, maybe making jewelry um, and selling it on eBay. Unless you start seeing a significant sales increase, then I wouldn't really worry about getting incorporated right away. That's something that you can kind of put off. Um, with the business that I started, there is so many things that you have to do. Uh, for instance, once I got incorporated, I had to get a tax license, right? Because I'm charging tax. Then I had to get a business license for my county. And then I had to get a state business license. And then I also had to have an import license because I am importing oysters from Asia. So all of these things I had to get right away. Um, and not only that, I also need a business, count, a, a business county license, which is something different. And I'll, I'll be doing that here in October. Uh, once October comes, then I'm gonna be getting that one. But um, so all of these little things that I had to do for my particular business. So when at whatever business it is that you're doing, you need to make sure that you go to your local government office or your local county office and talk to them about what you need for your specific county or state because everything is different and I cannot give you advice. I can give you advice on Florida, but again, I'm not a business advisor. So I would definitely um, say go ask them. I created an LLC for my business um, and, and the reason that I wanted to protect myself and, and the reason that you incorporate in general is because God forbid, let's say, and, and I don't really let people open my oysters, but let's just say that I do a home party, right? I do a home party, I bring my oysters in and oysters are very sharp. If you guys have ever eaten oysters in your life, you know that they have those sharp edges and stuff. Well, these oysters are the same. Uh, you can't eat these because they are, they are soaked with chemicals so that the inside don't rot, right? Because they have the pearls inside. But um, so they're sharp. So let's just say, worst case scenario, I go to somebody's house and they're like, oh, I really, really want to open an oyster. And I'm like, you know what? All right, I'm going to let you open this oyster. And they slice their finger, right? And I have actually done this before, so it is very possible. And it goes, like, through their skin, like, pierces them to where they need stitches. Well, if I'm not insured, all right, then guess what happens? They sue me, even if I am insured. Let's just say that I'm insured, right? So I can cover their bills. But then they still decide to sue me because they have to sew up their finger and now their finger is deformed, right? They cannot sue Sheena, okay? They can only sue Mommy Boutique, which means they can't come after my house, they can't come after my car, and they can't come after any of my assets. They can only come after the business. Well. Thankfully, the business don't have a car or a house or anything else. It just has the sales that I've been making. So when they really do the math on that, they're not going to be able to get a lot of money yet out of my business. Eventually, I'm going to be a multi-million dollar business. You know why I say that? Because I'm thinking positive. So eventually, they might be able to get more than that. But right now, if they were to sue us, they would only be able to get what the business has made, right? So 
that is why you want to do an LLC. It gives you that separate entity so that if somebody was to get hurt while they were, you were doing a service or whatever, um, they can't sue you. They can only sue the business. So it just kind of protects you. Um, and, and it's just a good thing to have because it's easier to file your taxes. You do it separately. Um, again, you don't want to jump right into it because it is quite a bit of money. It's, it is an investment that you're going to be making um, that you're not going to be getting back. So really not even an investment. It's just money that you have to put in. Um, so it's really not something that you have to worry about right away unless you're making a big amount of money. Because uh, then again, the government's going to be like, okay, where's mine? So then you need to do that. But then there's also something called sole proprietorship, which is where you don't have a a, a separate entity at all you just basically are the business which you can do as well but again I I like having that separate entity that's just my opinion but again go to a business a business advisor <laughs> and they'll be able to advise you on what's best for your particular business all right you guys so those are the four things now I do had five things the thing that I talked about on the blog was sweat blood, sweat, and tears. Uh, but we kind of covered that in the same thing about money. Um, and if you want to read the blog, just go over to mommy boutique. Oh, I'm sorry. Wrong one. Mommyboutique.net is my, <laughs> is my other business. But, um, if you want to read the blog, which I still do my blog, uh, once in a while, I'm kind of, I haven't been doing it as much as I would like. I used to do it every single Thursday, but now I'm doing my live videos on Thursday. So now I just do it when I have free time because I love to write and I love, um, kind of, involving you guys in things that I, I get questions about and sometimes I don't I'm not able to answer you guys right away so if I get more than one question on a subject a lot of times I'll just write a blog post about it so everybody can read it all at once it's sheenadiane.com slash blog and it's called the five tips for a mompreneur so um but yeah the other thing was just sweat meaning you just got to really put your sweat in there uh, to get your business going and don't be discouraged uh that's the other thing that I talked about it, it is one of those things where you're going to have slow days. There are times, like uh, for instance on Monday, I go to the flea market. I go to the Webster flea market and um, I have a booth there. And uh, last this Monday, it was awful, you guys, because first of all, it was hot, really hot. The girls were in school, but Dominic was with me. And he can't really go anywhere because he's three and I can't leave my booth because it's just me. And so he was so hot. Yes, we had water and food and all kinds of games and stuff for him to play. But I felt really bad because he was sweating. I was sweating. We were miserable. We only made one sale. One sale. That didn't even cover the, pay, the charge of my booth, right? So that one sale didn't even cover the gas to get there or the booth. So I literally threw away money that day, right? But... On the contrary, I gave about 50 cards out, made some great connections, and that's really what I have to kind of take away from that. It's not always about the money. It's about the connections you make as well because uh, a couple of times I've had people pop onto my live feeds because of my business card seeing me at the flea market. So that eventually is going to turn into a sale, positive thinking, um, but you have to put in those hours and don't be discouraged when you get those days when you're like, gosh, you know, I really just want to be able to pay for Dominic to go to childcare for Mondays just so I can go to the flea market and not have him sweat, you know? So those days, those are really hard. Um, I wanted to cry yesterday, but then when I got online later, I made it back because I ended up making enough sales to cover that day, right? So that's where you have to think positive. Don't be discouraged on the days that you're not making a lot of money or if you see that you're doing all this effort and not getting a lot of return because here's the thing, if you put that positive energy into the universe, it's going to come back to you. 
It is. You may not see it the next day. You may not even see it the next month, but it is going to come back to you. I'm living proof of that every time that I have really been passionate, like seriously passionate about something. Not something like, oh, I really want that. That would be cool. No, when I've been passionate to the point where I eat, sleep, dream it, that is when things happen for me. And I know things are happening with this business because I feel it every day. I can see it growing and, um, and that's exciting. So even these horrible days where you're sitting there, you're sweating, you're not making any money and you're thinking, why the heck did I want to become a mompreneur? This sucks. Just remember the reason why you're doing it. I was with my son. I didn't have to put him in childcare. Yeah, he was sweating. I know, but I was with him. I was getting to spend that quality time with him. My girls, they can get on my videos with me. They can spend time with me. It's fun, it's exciting, and it's something I can do as a mom with my kids. And that makes those days worth it. Guys, hopefully you enjoyed this. I know it got a little bit long. If you guys have any questions or wanna contact me, head over to SheenaDiane.com about me. Find me on social media. And as always, you can find my find me on live Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, uh, mommyboutique.net. I'm on YouTube at youtube.com slash mommyboutique. And I'm on Facebook, mommyboutiques with an S at the end, facebook.com slash mommyboutiques. So guys, I look forward to seeing from you, seeing you and hearing from you. Um, and hopefully I will talk to you soon. Go ahead and message me with any questions. Love you guys. Talk to you later. Mwah. If you enjoy listening to WAHM radio, please consider going to patreon.com slash Sheena Diane and showing us your support. Your support helps us continue making these broadcasts as well as our blog and helping you find work at home jobs. It is so much appreciated. Also, if you'd like to follow us on social media, go to SheenaDiane.com and the about me section and find all of our social media handles. Thanks for listening.